Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. It's a brand new day. I am so happy to be here. And it's sunny, wicked sunny, and it's warmer out. It is winter, but it's still warmer out than it's been. It's lovely. Um, I moved some stairs to um, the foot of my bed for Toulouse to get up on his own. And he's kind of protesting this whole new thing. He wants a personal elevator. And I am working on making him more independent with this so that he is not having me jump all the time, which... I don't know, part of me doesn't mind, but part of me is like, oh, you know, let's make it so he can come and go as he pleases. Anyway, we'll see if he gets on the bed this time. I think he's laying in a sun puddle right now. Whew, all right. So there is a lot going on. There's a lot of emotions. A lot of people are experiencing life differently than they have in the past. And I want to offer some support for that and... Main thing is to be present, you know? We're gonna do that through breathing and through our attention to our senses. That is really important. If you are not aware that you have a guidance system within you, I want you to begin to focus inward and activate that. Now, it is active, just so you know. It's just whether or not you've been listening to it. Now, something I may not have talked about too much in the past is that when you have programs running and you're putting your all into them uh, or beliefs, right? We have beliefs. If I believe the sky is red and deep down my guidance system is telling me, no, no, it's blue, that feeling of, of disconnect becomes what I believe is a yes. So I want to see if I can put that in another way because it's important for you to get yeses as yeses and noes as noes and not noes as yeses. Because if noes are yeses, then everything you feel aligned to do is going to be backwards. You're going to be wired backwards. So you have to find an absolute truth. Now, early on in my life, I anchored my absolute truth in God is love. That became my due north, so to speak my anchor. And with that as my due north, um, I use that to measure everything. Now, if God is love and love is God, right? And then I use that to measure my, so that feels really good. That feels really awesome. So then when, um, I feel like, is this job for me or is this, uh, you know, party something I want to go to? I can feel into my body. What does my body feel like? And if it feels different than the God is love feeling, then I know it's not for me. If there's dread or uncomfortable or resistance, I know that is not for me. Now, <clears throat> from a bigger perspective, it may not be 
the party that's a no for you. It may be the reality that there will be people there that aren't going to serve your highest good to be around. Um, it might be that, but ultimately you can do big picture. And if you want to go deeper with it, you can, but it's not necessary. You know, you can just feel one moment out at a time in your life and be okay with that. Um, because a lot of times people will get to the point where they're like, well, it's because of these people. And then there has to be a story to support that. I would love for you to get away from the stories because the stories are just noise. Ultimately, you came into this world as this infinite light source, you know, child of, of consciousness, God, all that is. And then you forgot. And in order to stay forgetting, we use stories to stay forgetting. So I would love for you to release your stories so that there's nothing in the way of you remembering. That's what I would love. And I work on that daily too. You know, yet this morning I was rehashing some words I had with a friend yesterday and I realized like, wow, you know, maybe I could have done that differently, you know? And it was, it was just like, you know, story. It was the stories we tell. <clears throat> so if we can begin to let go of story, then we can stop projecting the story into our future and into our now. All right. So for instance, if my daughter bakes, breaks a glass and I have a story about that glass, it was a gift from so-and-so on my 10th birthday, blah, 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 blah. Now I'm using the story to justify being victimized and upset by the breaking of the glass. It, it's just too much. It's too much. We have to stop the blaming the victim. If you want to shift your world from 3D to 5D, you have to leave the stories and the baggage behind. It's very simple. And you got to welcome in this idea that we can be in the unconditional love. We've got to welcome that in. That's what we're doing. So when you can tell the difference between uh, speaking about your truth in this moment versus telling a story about something that happened, you're going to be super empowered to notice, like, are you sharing a story to serve the highest good of all? Are you feeling space? Do you want to be noticed? Are you get you know, to get attention? Are you trying to get attention? Um, you know, what is the purpose of the story? Isn't it interesting? So I, I mean, it was years ago, I got pretty darn tired. Now once in a while, you know, like, oh yeah, I remember when this happened and, you know, and I want, I want laughter in my life. So if I share a story, I want it to be about laughter. Um, sometimes, you know, I'm looking for a little understanding or something of, but you know, if I think I'm a little off or something, but, uh, like I want to, I want to laugh. You know, I have a friend and he's going to be loading thousands of movies onto this hard drive for me and Bella so that we have our own movie collection like Blockbuster. And I plan to ask him to delete, like after he, because he's doing a mass load, copying off of his. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask him to, uh, right off the bat, pull up everything that's horror and or anything scary and just ask him to delete it. Get those movies out of my way. I don't even want them on there. 
I wish I could do it with a lot of like different genres, but I don't know. There's some good movies and other genres that I would love to see, but there is no horror film that I want to see. None, zero. There's none. So I am, I'm excited about the fact that I can ask him to do that. And with this hard drive, I plan to, you know, continue to add movies to it via my, my awesome friend who collects movies. But this way I'll have, I'll be forced, like I'll have movies on there that I genuinely want. And there'll come a time where I sit down and I just go through and I delete masses of them, masses of ones that I don't even want to be bothered with. Whew, Cause I don't love intense drama. You know, we, we have created so much drama in our lives and I've done it too. And I'm just over it. I'm done. I want to laugh. I want to be present. Those are the two things I want to do. I want to laugh. I want to be present. I want to create. I love creating. Oh my gosh. I love creating. So what, um, what is it? What, what do you want in your life? Like what, for some people, horror is pretty darn exciting and fun. It isn't for me, but I get that. I'm not saying no one should have horror. I know that my friend who's making me this thing, sometimes he just loves horror. He loves it. He laughs. Oh my God. I can watch it with him sometimes because I can see beyond, you know, the script into the making of it and stuff. And I could appreciate it. I learned to appreciate the movie Aliens because of him. Otherwise, I would have never been able to watch that. It would have been crazy. So anyway, what? Oh, you know what? This is all coming back to that concept that I've told you about, that as you follow the inspired action, that you will come into your passion. And then everything in your life has to be in alignment with your passion. And when I say in alignment, I mean at the frequency level up. I don't mean everything has to look like uh, guitars or music or um, everything has to look like um, helping people. No, I'm saying the frequency of it. You know, the frequency of it. So if your passion is helping others, chances are you're not going to have a pornography like library in your den. Chances are, because they're probably just two different frequencies. You're not going to have that. So, um, yeah, and clutter. Clutter is not a match for many higher frequencies. So it'll probably disappear. And did you notice I, I didn't say you'd have to work at cleaning up? No, I said it will disappear. It will no longer exist. It will not be a frequency match. It will not be a part of that experience. This is so super exciting. And I've been watching my own spaces like like unravel and create. And I got to say this, my personal, personal space, my bedroom is usually the last place I'll do because it seems unnecessary. But in old days where I wouldn't do it at all, now I'm actually bringing attention to it and doing it because I see the value of being able to come into the space and feel like alive in it and feel excited by it. And that's what we just did in Bella's room. And so Bella is just so enjoying her space. She's in her hammock. She's a hammock hanging in front of her window and she's in it all the time. It's just fantastic. So, ah, ooh la la. Yeah, I'm going to have a new art studio space that's big enough to hang hammocks up for the ch- children, you know, because they love the hammocks. They love them. And um, I, yeah, I had a yoga swing in the one in Milltown, and now I don't have room for one. Otherwise, I totally would have put one up again. So, um, yeah, begin doing that. So, whew, woo, woo, woo. So, if we can come back and remember 
that we have to have an ultimate belief to use to to recognize what is our yes in our body. What does yes feel like? And I've described it another way. So I have God is love. But what I've decided, what I've shared with people before is that you can go in your closet and choose an outfit and you know the outfit is the one you're going to wear. It feels good. feels good. That is a yes in your body. That is a yes. All right. And, but it's not an absolute yes. All right. And that's why it's not your go-to core, right? It's, but it is a yes. And it is a good place to begin to find like what a yes feels like and what a no feels like. So that way, you know, as you're making decisions in your life, you're not making decisions that are off. Even if they're off by a few degrees, it can be significant as far as your momentum goes. You want to be on point because when we're on point, we are in a a, a straight line. It's like no detours, a straight line to, you know, achieving and being and doing our highest potential creating, all right, our highest potential self that we're here to share with the world. This is good stuff, you know. We want this. We want to we want to immerse ourselves in like I could be in this house for years and not get bored. Not get bored. Because I I have me and I'm always creating and being and doing and and I'm always fascinated with new things. So I don't like I I just don't get bored. So have you limited your your uh experiences to only certain things or certain places? Is there some things you could broaden out in? Like if you play an instrument, is there other instruments you might like to play and add to your collection? Like I am broadening my um, instrument playing and it blows my mind because I wouldn't have thought I was that great of a musician player, but now I'm feeling very competent. And it's in large part to um, Bella because Bella started taking lessons and I had to take them with her to support her and and keep her on point. So how cool is this that we can stumble into things that enrich our lives? And I firmly have this belief that as you raise your frequency, everything will be a match to it. So when I was in Milltown, New Jersey, I had raised my frequency a ton. I mean, massive frequency. And we could feel it on the property. It was amazing. It was just humming and beautiful. And I could have, like other people do, interpreted moving from there as a step down, but I did not. I knew, I absolutely knew, like I knew, like I know God is love. I knew that the next place would be as good or better because you can't, you, it had to be a frequency match. It, this is just the law of this universe that if you're in a frequency and everything will be a match to it. And my frequency was good. So I didn't go into victimhood. I didn't go into negativity. And I maintained this higher frequency. And now there's this blah, like this huge explosion of manifestation happening, of expansion. And it's showing up in all areas. So how exciting. I guess I should let you go. But just focus in today on what does your absolute yes feel like? And can you use that inner guidance system to make decisions? so that you're deciding to eat the right things and be around the right people and have the job that truly resonates and make choices on what to read and what to watch on your computer and TV. These are all like absolutely, and and don't be one of those people that gives in to like lower vibration things. I was sharing with a friend that just say, this is what my heart's telling me to do. 
my heart's telling me I need a break. My heart's saying, you know, you know, to just uh, do something else right now. You know, and people can't argue with your heart. Sometimes they say, God told me, you know, because I feel like that's truly what I'm getting the messages from. But, you know, you may not want to be like God, religion, whatever. You know, maybe that's not the way to go. But you can say your heart and people cannot argue with your heart. All right. And you are the only one that can hear your heart. How special is that? I personally love it. All right. So have a beautiful, scrumptious, yummy, yummy, yummy day. And um, smile. Smile with someone today. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at jemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.